Hi, I'm Ken Navarro, and welcome to part two of my podcast series on the making of my upcoming album for 2014. So today I'm going to talk about the composing process, specifically the composing process for this new album of music. The starting point is the hardest part with composing new music. I found what works really well for me is to ask myself a musical question, or another way to put it would be to say to present myself with a musical challenge. Uh, And that is a way that I usually can come up with some pretty interesting ideas for new songs. Sometimes these ideas don't go where you think they're going to go, but nevertheless, they go somewhere. And the as I was saying, I think the, the most difficult and challenging thing about composing is getting started. One of the things I've done in the past was ask myself a musical question. For example, uh, with the album The Grace of Summer Light, the title track, the musical question was, can I write something that uses many different unusual time signatures in order to create some new fresh rhythmic feeling, but not have the audience even notice that there are odd time signatures and that they're changing. And so with The Grace of Summer Light, that was my musical question. And the answer to that question, fortunately, was yes. And here's a little bit of what I did on that song. On my next album, which was called Dreaming of Trains, one of the musical questions that I asked myself was, how do I write a very, very melodic song, but it goes through many different transformations, arriving back at the original, beautiful, very singable theme? And the song that I came up with was called The Stars, The Snow, The Fire. And I'm really proud that it's been one of my most popular songs because it's in many ways a very demanding song that takes the listeners through a lot of things. But I think I was successful in answering my musical question as to how you write a a very memorable, musical, melodic song that takes the listener on a long journey. Here's a little bit of the stars, the snow, the fire. Thank you. 
Now, on the new album, one of the many musical questions that I asked myself, and I should say really musical challenges that I presented to myself was, I wanted to write a piece that, while it went through a lot of different places, it was driven by as many as 10 to 12 guitars. Each one only could play one note at a time. So it was going to be the combination of all these different guitars restricted to one note at a time to create a kaleidoscope effect where things are changing, but in a very beautiful, gradual, organic way. And the listener, therefore, passes time in a different way than we typically do. We're kind of trained that time in music is connected to melody. And of course, I'm a big fan of that, and I write a lot like that. But I also believe that time can pass in other ways in music. And this kaleidoscope effect that I wanted to try to create is one of those many ways. Here's a little bit of what is now an untitled piece which I'm pretty much done with. So I'll play a, a little sample of it to give you an idea of this kaleidoscope effect that I've successfully created. My last album, The Test of Time, was entirely a solo guitar CD where I played all the parts at once, bass, chords, melody, rhythm, everything on one guitar live at one time. And I continue to pursue solo guitar as I go around the country touring behind that album. And one of the musical questions that I asked myself is how can I play more parts than I can physically play? It's great that I have taught myself how to play all these different things at once, but sometimes I hear things for solo guitar in my head that just I can't do. And one of the things I found was there was a great tool out there called the boomerang pedal. And this is a pedal, giving you just a brief description, that allows me on the spot to compose new music and add things on top and on top and on top as I go along. Now, the boomerang's a very sophisticated tool, uh, and I can't really go into too much depth about, about how powerful it is, but suffice it to say that when I play uh, use this pedal in my live shows, I tell the audience I'm about to play something where it's analogous to an artist having a blank canvas and, I, and he draws a picture right in front of you. And that's what I'm going to do right now with music. And the piece that has evolved out of this is a piece I think I'm going to call Kings and Kennedys. And it is very much based on additive composition, meaning that you start with something that's interesting to hear, and then that begins to repeat itself, 
come and go depending on how it is I, I control it with the boomerang. And then I add other parts and other parts, all the time using my ability to play many parts at once. But now I can combine many, many guitar parts and build them up and then break them down live and, and sometimes in brand new ways right in front of an audience. So I wanted to have a piece on the album that showed this. And so here's the song, a little bit of the song I think I'm going to call Kings and Kennedys. musical question that I asked myself for this new album of music was, can I go back and write a really great smooth jazz groove song? Because I've always loved rhythm and groove. And, you know, rhythm is what we think of as the third element of music. We, we all know what melody is. You know, that's the thing we sing. The singer sings, the guitar player plays, the saxophone player plays. Harmony, that's, you know, uh, num- notes that are sounded together to create what we think of as chords. Classical music, that's created many different ways. In jazz and pop music, we think of keyboards as, as being the place where we hear chords. Certainly guitars can play chords. But rhythm is this elusive element. Um, And when rhythm is really, really right, it's what I call groove. And so groove is when all the elements of rhythm come together in what feels like a perfect, organic, infinite way, yet it's not mathematically perfect. There's a feeling to it. There's a breathing to it. When rhythm breathes and all the instruments are combining in some less than perfect way, Yet, in some ways, it is the perfect way because it just, we feel it physically. I think of it as groove. So I wanted to see, can I go back using some of the many, many new abilities I have as a guitarist and as a composer and as an arranger and write a great smooth jazz groove tune? And that was the question I had. And one of the things that I've been doing for the last two group albums is using almost exclusively acoustic bass. So I wanted this Smooth Groove song's groove to really have a lot to do with composing a very strong acoustic bass line and combining that with grooves that I created from not a traditional drummer or a drum set, but from combining many different rhythmic elements together. And so this is what I came up with. ¶¶ 
you enjoyed hearing something about my composing process and also hearing some excerpts of what will be music from the new album. My next podcast, which will be number three in this series of eight, will be about how I create the initial demos, how I take my composing ideas and turn them into working demos that I can then elaborate on and make bigger and bigger and better and better. So again, I'm Ken Navarro. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next one. And to take it out, here's a little bit of another piece from the new album. This is a small section of a song I've written for my guitars and string quartet.